0: The National Broadcasting Company presents Joel McCray in Tales
1: of the Texas Rangers.
0: Tonight, transcribed from Hollywood, another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of the Texas Rangers.
1: Tales of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McCray as Ranger Jace Pearson. Only names, dates, and places are fictitious for obvious reasons. The events themselves are a matter of record. Case for tonight, Soft Touch.
0: It is 11 a.m. on a Sunday in August 1949. A blue sedan comes to a stop in front of a ranch house
2: 30 miles from the town of Salt Flats, Texas. Come on, kids. This is Grandma's house. Shh, what Bill. Bill huh? Let them sleep. We started so early
3: they're tired.
2: Well, we can't leave them in the
3: car. <laughs> if we wake them up now, they'll never finish their naps. We'll bring them in a few more.
4: <laughs>
2: okay. Getting up at 4 a.m. was kind of early, even for them.
4: huh? <laughs> hey,
2: look. Pa's painted the windmill.
3: Mm. Oh, Bill, I love this place. I wish we didn't live so far away. Yeah. We don't get here often enough.
2: Hey, wonder where the folks are. They usually stand in the middle of the road waiting for us when they know we're bringing the kids for a visit.
3: The door's open. Your mother's probably in the kitchen cooking enough food for a dozen. Yeah.
2: Don't smell anything cooking.
3: Ma? Pa? You home? Maybe there's still a church bell.
2: No, they're always back by 10 o'clock. The garage door was closed, too. Pa always leaves it open when he's got the car out.
3: Oh, then they must be in back someplace.
2: Yeah. Hey, Ma?
3: Ma, where are you? I've never known your mother to be any place but in the kitchen, Bill.
2: Yeah, but she doesn't hear so well anymore. Let's take a look. Right. Ma? Hmm. Nobody here, Judy.
3: Bill... Bill, what's that spilled on the floor at the door to the pantry?
2: Huh? Hey, Judy, it looks like blood.
4: Oh, Bill. <laughs> Ma! Oh!
5: Oh, good luck. Ma. it's
3: dead. Oh,
4: Bill. Oh. Bill, honey, come away. Come away. Oh. <laughs>
0: The brutal murder of the rancher and his wife was reported. Texas Ranger Jace Pearson was notified by shortwave radio. He reached the ranch house less than one hour after the bodies were discovered. I'm sorry to have to ask questions at a time like this, Mr. Ross.
2: It's all right. My, my kids are asleep in the car, though. Mind if my wife takes them into town? I won't leave you here, Bill. Please, honey, I'll be all right. I don't want the kids to come in here or even know about this.
0: Might be best, ma'am.
2: I'll... I'll meet you at the hotel later.
3: All right, honey.
0: Better tell me anything you know, Mr. Ross. Yeah.
2: Well, we drove out from Fort Worth this morning. That's my home now. I'm a commercial artist. This is the first time we've been here in
5: five months. Hello, Sheriff. Howdy, Ranger. Your wife told us to come right in, Bill. I sure am sorry. Yeah, it's, it's... Might have known something was wrong when I didn't see your folks at services this morning. They never did miss.
0: You better go on with what you were telling me, Mr. Ross.
5: With
2: nothing else to tell. Judy noticed the blood in the kitchen by by the pantry door. Okay. Better take
0: a look at him, Sheriff. All right. Uh, just one thing more, Mr. Ross. Your parents have any enemies you know of?
5: No. Jed and Martha Ross never made an enemy in their whole lives, Ranger. Say, you don't
2: you don't want me to go in there with you, do you?
0: No, it won't be necessary. Just take it easy.
5: Kitchen's here. They took a pretty cruel beating, Ranger. Yeah.
0: No sign of a weapon, though. Here, help me move the old man's body a little, will you? Easy,
4: huh?
0: There. Hmm. A lot of heavy welts, but beaten to death and then put in here. Blood comes mostly from hemorrhaging, though, not so much from cuts.
5: You'd think a weapon would have cut him up more than that. Unless it was wrapped in something. Only one
0: other thing I can think of bare fists. Mm hmm. Hey, what's this? Let me see. Well, just a little hook of paper. Yeah, crumpled, too. A piece of a larger sheet. The rest of it must have been torn away. It feels like a good grade of letterhead paper.
5: Mean anything to you? Well,
0: if we find the rest of the paper this came from, no. But if we don't, it could mean plenty. Like what? And the way this is crumpled might have been part of something the old man was hanging on to and somebody tried to get it away from him. Mm. I'm going to send this into our lab at Austin.
5: Looks like this happened sometime last night.
0: That's something we'll know when we get an autopsy report. We called to have the bodies and the piece of paper picked up. Then we checked around the outside of the house. The gravel road wouldn't hold a car track. But behind the house, we found marks where a horse had been tied. I got charcoal out of the trailer, and the sheriff got a horse from the ranch barn.
5: You went right toward the southeast quarter. Ross has two hundred acres in cotton down there. Yeah, I see it. Might have ridden over there yesterday on one of his own horses. No, horse that made
0: this trail wasn't one of Ross's. The pony we're following has a spread hoof. Woo! Look, see the marks. Mm. A bar across the frog on the right forefoot.
5: Hmm. Wondered why you were checking the shoes on the horses back there in the barn. Yeah, that's why. Oh, boy. Well, the adjoining place.
0: Other side of the cotton. Big Chuck Whitaker. Now, let's get moving. I want to have a talk with this big Chuck Whitaker. Come on, Chuck.
5: Here. Here, boy. Here, boy. Here. Here. Yeah, I was over there yesterday afternoon, but I didn't kill nobody.
0: Well, that's very interesting, Mr. Whitaker, because we didn't tell you anything about anybody being killed.
5: I mm, know you didn't, Ranger. My phone happens to be on the same party
0: line as the Ross Ranch. I heard their son Bill call when he found him this morning. You make a habit of listening in? I had a call to make. I picked up the phone I heard. Couldn't help it. Well, if you're through asking questions, I'd like to go back to men this harness. That can wait, Chuck. You're not exactly broken up about losing your neighbors. Ranger, I got
5: troubles enough of my own.
0: Why did you go to Ross's yesterday? What time were you there?
5: In the evening, just before sundown. Ross was fixing to have some crop dusting done again. I wanted to talk to him about it. About doing the job for him? No, Ranger, the crop dusting plane comes down from Salt Flats. Oh. Well, go ahead, Whitaker. The last time Ross
0: dusted a spray, he carried over on my place. Some of my cattle watered down near that cotton, made them sick. Yeah, Ross say he'd watch out for it? Yeah. And that
4: was all? That was all.
0: Then I come home. All right, Whitaker. Come on, Sheriff. All uh-huh. right, Chuck. Yeah. Easy, boy. Yeah. <coughs> Here. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Ooh. Ooh. Hey. Ooh, Chuck. hey, Chuck. Yeah,
5: I just saw it or something. When I left Ross's place just before dark, a car drove up
0: as I came around the house. Oh, who was in it? Man, that's all I know. You didn't see his face? No. The only thing that makes me think of it was something to notice. car wasn't from around here. How do you know? Well, it had one of them fancy frames around the license plate. You know the things I mean that got the name of the town stamped on it. Did you notice the stamp? Yeah. car was from San Antone. San Antone, huh? Thanks. Let's go, Sheriff. Get up, Charlie.
5: Help! 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 Good thing he noticed that car and remembered it. Might be a big help.
0: Yeah. Might be a big lie, too. That man's hard.
5: He just acts hard, Ranger. Kind of sour since his wife ran off with one of his cowhands a few years back. But he don't need no harm. Maybe not. He makes a bad impression. He's liable to send more flowers to Ross funeral than most anybody around.
0: I've known killers to do that before, too. <laughs> checked other ranchers in the area, but we didn't get any information until next morning at the sheriff's office.
5: Morning, Jase. Heard anything from your headquarters yet?
0: No, waiting for him to call me now. And What's that, the autopsy report?
5: Yeah. Medical examiner seems to agree with your idea. Death might have been caused by a beating with fists. Hmm.
0: Pretty thorough job of beating. Did you read this? Yeah. Old woman died of a broken neck. Struck right at the base of the brain. Rabbit punch.
5: Yeah. Old man Ross hemorrhaged to death, like you said. (laughs) Broken
0: jaw, broken nose, ribs smashed in under the heart. Vessels ruptured from being beaten on the kidneys and in the solar plexus.
5: I'd like to get my hands on anybody
4: who'd
0: do that. If you did get your hands on him, you'd have your hands full. Whoever did it was big, and he could hit. Plenty hard and in just the right spots.
5: You still got Chuck Whitaker on your mind?
0: Only because he fits the bill in a few ways. Never
5: hurt nobody before.
0: No, but he's a bitter man. That kind can. Excuse me.
5: Hello? Yes, he's here. Here. For you, Jace. Captain Stinson calling long distance. Thanks. Hello, Cap. Hello, Jace. Just got a report on the scrap of paper you sent
1: here. Special type. The paper stock indicates the original sheet was a letterhead printed in the government printing office in Washington.
0: You know which bureau? No,
1: but we're checking.
0: I'll try and find out if any department there has had any correspondence with Jed Ross recently.
1: That's what we're doing. But don't expect anything in a hurry. I won't. Bye,
5: Jace. Bye, Captain. You find out where the paper come from?
0: Yeah, some government office in Washington. You've been checking on that car from San Anton?
5: One Whitaker told us about?
0: Hmm. Yeah.
5: Nobody I found saw it.
0: How about you? Nobody. Seems like the only one did see it was Chuck Whitaker.
5: I hate to admit it, Jace, but it's beginning to look that way. Let's get our
0: horses. I want to see Whitaker again.
5: When you've known a man all your life, you hate to think he's a murderer. The other hand, you hate to see a neighbor get killed, too. If Whitaker's telling the truth. He's got nothing to worry about. I feel mighty sorry for young Bill Ross. He was all busted up at the funeral parlor. Tough for him to take it alone, but he made his wife and kids go back to Fort Worth.
0: He the only child?
5: Bill? Yeah. Only one living, that is. Had a sister, Joan. Nice a girl as you ever see. What happened to her? She was a Navy nurse. Got killed the Solomon Island during the war. Russ has sure had that share of trouble, all right.
0: Kind of trouble somebody ought to pay for.
5: Hey, look. There's Whitaker now and a pony coming toward us. Just rode out of the gully.
4: Yeah. Get up,
5: Charlie. Up, Get up. Boy. Whoa, oh, boy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. oh, boy. Oh, boy. You're coming
0: back to see me, huh? That's right, Whitaker. You think I've been lying to you, don't you, Ranger? i take it easy, Chuck. Get one thing straight, Whitaker. I got nothing against you or any man, not personally. But I do intend to find the man who killed your neighbors.
5: Well, then you can stop looking around my place.
0: Sheriff, I rode out to meet you because your office called. You both wanted back in town. Why? Because I ain't blind and I ain't lying. One of the sheriff's deputies has found somebody else who saw that car from San Antonio.
1: You are listening to Tales of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson. And now we continue with tonight's case, Soft Touch.
0: We went back to town and from there to a roadside cafe about 15 miles out the state highway.
3: Yeah, I sure did see the car, like I told the deputy. It had that jig on the license plate. Noticed it when i gave give him some gas.
0: Are you sure it was on Saturday, huh?
3: Eh? Sure was, about five o'clock, I'd say.
0: I guess there's not much traffic from San Antone comes through here, does it, Sheriff?
5: Nope, we're off the main U.S. highways. Anybody coming down here on a state road would have to have some business around here someplace. You remember the man in the
0: car?
3: No, I sure do. After i gave give him the gas, he'd come in for some coffee.
0: Mm, can you describe him?
3: Oh well, three days ago, but he's better than six feet, maybe two hundred pounds. Then, of course, there was his face.
5: What was wrong with it?
3: Well, Sheriff, his face looked like he would tried to bulldog a steer on rocky ground and lost. It sure was scarred up.
0: He bleeding any place?
3: Oh no, Ranger, I didn't mean fresh scarred. Reckon he's looked that way for a long time.
5: And when he left here. He drive on towards Salt Flats?
3: He sure did. Wasn't nobody else in here when he stopped or when he left, so I didn't have nothing much to do, and I was watching him when he drove off.
5: Well, he was going in the
0: direction of the Ross ranch, all right. Yeah, but who was he? That's what I'm going to find out if I can. Uh, Bill Ross said he's a commercial artist, didn't he?
5: Yeah, why?
0: Because I want to bring him out here, get a detailed description of that face and see if Ross can draw something that comes close to it we sent for bill ross but before he joined us at the sheriff's office something else turned up a long distance call from captain stinson
4: we found
1: out what that letter from washington might have been jace good captain let's have it well it might
4: have been from the veterans administration answer to a letter jed ross wrote asking if they had any
1: record of a united states marine named herbert walsh what else well, for some reason, Ross wanted to know if there really had been a Herbert Walsh in the Corps, and especially if he'd been wounded and hospitalized in the Solomon Islands. The piece of paper you sent in might have come from the answer the vets' administration sent to Ross.
0: What was the answer?
1: There's no record of a Herbert Walsh, Jase. Does it fit anything?
0: I don't know, Captain, but the Rosses lost a daughter in the Solomons, a Navy nurse. Uh, Bill Ross just came in with the sheriff. I'll get on it. Bye. Bye, Jace. Thanks. Uh,
2: Ross, Hmm? does the name Herbert Walsh ring a bell with you? Uh, yes. Yes, Ranger, it does. My father told me about him in a letter two months ago. You know who he is? No, I never saw him. Folks wrote that he stopped by the ranch and told him my sister had taken care of him in Solomon's before she got killed. Is that all? No. According to my father's letter, Walsh gave my folks the idea that, well, that he and my sister had been very close.
0: Had your sister ever mentioned him in letters to your folks when she was overseas? They
2: couldn't remember, but we were awful fond of my kid sister, Ranger. Anybody who'd known her would have found an open door with my folks. Somebody found one, all right. Too open. What
0: do you mean? There isn't any Herbert Walsh. What? But my pa gave him some money. When?
2: Did he write to you about that? No, but I've just been going over my father's affairs. In the past two months, he loaned Walsh several hundred dollars. I have the canceled checks. Where are the checks? At the lawyer's office on the corner. I want to see where those checks were cashed.
0: Come on.
5: Jase, you figure this Walsh is a phony working the old war buddy
4: racket? Of
0: course he is. But with a new angle, a dead girl. What do you mean? I mean that families of servicemen and women open their hearts too easily to strangers they think might have been close to somebody they loved. You mean Walsh killed my family? Your father must have suspected him. He wrote to Washington and found out Walsh had never been in the Solomons or the Marines. And when Walsh came the last time, your father called his hand with a letter he'd gotten from the VA.
5: Here's the building where the lawyer is. Here
2: are the checks, Ranger. Four of them, total of $600. Hmm.
0: Endorsed by Walsh. Cashed for him by merchants in San Antonio.
5: That car came from San Antonio Jace. That sure fits.
0: It sure does. Let's get out to that cafe and get that sketch drawn up. Mm-hmm.
3: No. No, it weren't quite like that around the eyes. There was uh, marks around the eyebrows.
0: Uh, she means scar tissue. Oh. See,
2: eyes deeper set then. Hmm. Like this?
3: Oh. Yeah, sure were. Uh, the nose didn't come out so far. It had a, a kind of a dent in the middle.
2: Oh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like that?
3: Hey, that's fine. That's real good.
0: If somebody knew the man, would they recognize him from that?
3: They sure would. That's almost a spitting image, I'd say.
0: Thanks a lot, ma'am.
3: You're sure welcome.
0: I'll take that, Bill. Thanks again.
3: Uh-huh. Come back.
5: Well, he ain't the prettiest fellow I ever saw.
2: I don't know. My folks said that, too. But Walsh told him he'd been in a Jap prison camp, been treated bad.
5: Walsh was lying.
2: If Walsh is his real name.
5: Must have got beat up someplace, Jace.
0: Yeah. And I've got a hunch I know where. Who do you think? In a prize ring. The man who killed your folks was a professional fighter. You figuring that
5: just because of his face?
0: And one other thing. Don't forget that autopsy report,
5: Sheriff. That's right. Well, you remarked right then that the fellow who threw those punches knew what he was doing. I'd sure like to get my hands on him. Two old people
2: and getting at him through my kid's sister. I don't think about your own revenge. The law will take care of that. Yeah. But no law can bring them back to life. I'll drop you at th-
0: the office, Bill. You and the sheriff, I... I'll be in touch with you later. Where are you going, Jase? Out of your territory. San Antone.
4: All right, please, right.
5: All right come on, Chris. Throw that one too faster. Faster! Come on, roll with it. That's it.
0: Oh, now, let me see, Ranger. I want to see that face before. Sure. Oh, yeah. Well, it's been some time, but he used to train here all right. Heavyweight. Wait a minute. Hey, Pop,
1: come here. Yeah. Oh, come here,
0: right. Pop is the world's oldest fight fan. Knows every fight in his record for the past 50 years. Maybe he can tell you something.
5: Yeah. You know what can I do for you?
0: You know a man who looks like this? Yeah, i seen him before. His name Walsh? Walsh nothing. That's Eddie Poehler. Never did him much to anything. Had a punch like a ox, but no science. Wide open for a left hook. Had 31 fights and yeah, ended up. fine, in... Pop, Hold a hold huh? a range. You don't care about all that. Huh. The main thing I want to know is when did you see him last? Oh, six, seven years ago. That long ago? Oh, ain't long enough to suit me. Fuller never should have been allowed in the ring. He wasn't the kind of fighter that loved the sport. He he liked to hit men to ruin them. That's what. And you have no idea where I might find him? Well, not me, Pop. No. Well, thanks for your help. Yeah, you're welcome, stranger. Why, sure, glad to help, Ranger.
1: Hey,
5: hey, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, Ranger. Yeah? I, uh, I just remembered, there was a girl, Polar used to hang out with. Name oh. was, uh, uh, Dolly, uh,
0: Dolly Richards. Uh, she might, uh, know where he is. Well, you know where I might find her? Well, she used to
5: work in the box office at the Empire Theater. That's all I know. Thanks. I'll try it. Uh, you, uh, planning to arrest Eddie Polar?
0: That's my plan, all right. Why?
5: Well, don't surprise me none, you understand, but, uh, Let me give you some advice. Go ahead. Watch yourself in the clinches if you find him, Ranger. He's tough with nine miles unpaved road. He's bad
0: medicine. And he won't be fighting by the rule books if he knows you want him. Thanks, Pop. I'll
5: be careful. Yeah, being careful ain't enough. Get off first. Remember, he's a sucker for a left hook. If he gets a chance to hit you good, he won't stop till he kills you.
0: checked the Empire Theater for Pola's girl, Dolly Richards, but she hadn't been seen for years. I put through a call to headquarters asking him to check auto registration for one in Pola's name. It was late afternoon when Captain Stinson got back to me by phone.
1: The car he was using must have been stolen, Jase. There's nothing registered in that name.
0: You checking for a criminal record on him?
1: Yeah, but there's nothing in this state. We're checking with other states, though. I just sent teletypes off.
0: I'll have to wait a while, then.
1: Nothing else you can do, Jace. So long.
0: Hey, uh, wait a minute, Captain. What? Uh, take one more crack at the license bureau in Austin. See if they have a car registered to Dolly Richards.
1: Dolly Richards? Well, who's she, Jase? the girlfriend?
0: She was. Let's hope the torch is still burning. I didn't move from the phone until the captain called back. This time, he had something. Here it is, Jase. Car registered to Dolly Richards, Texas
1: license T49753. Her address is RFD number 4 on Farm Highway 73. It's a turnoff north of Tilden.
0: Well, that doesn't sound right to me, Captain. Car I want had San Antone marked on the license plate frame.
1: That's still all right, Jase. Dolly Richards bought the car six months ago from a San Antone dealer. Frame might have been on there.
0: That's better. Any out-of-state record on Pola?
1: Not yet. You want to wait another hour or so?
0: No, you can give me word by short wave. I'm heading toward Tilden. KTXA
1: to Unit 10.
0: Unit 10. Go ahead, KTXA.
1: Report on subject
0: Eddie. Three years, Leavenworth, impersonating Army officer and using mails to defraud. One year, Oklahoma State Penitentiary for
4: fraud. One year, Louisiana assault.
0: 10 4, Unit 10, clear. KDXA, Austin. I took the turnoff north of Tilden, headed for the sprawling country ribboned by Farm Highway 73. It was midnight when my headlights picked out the mailbox and the name D. Richard. I left the car on the road and slipped up to the house.
3: It was dark. I knocked. All right, Eddie, all right. Don't blow your top. What a tired kitty. Pa- Paula isn't home, huh? Paula? I don't know anybody with that name.
0: You can save the static, lady. Where was he last Saturday night? He.
3: It was right here with me.
0: During the late afternoon and evening?
3: You
1: heard
0: her,
2: Ranger.
3: Eddie, oh, I didn't know you was in. He knocked and I thought you'd forgot your key. All right,
2: Dolly, shut up. Like we said, Ranger, I was here last Saturday.
0: I know somebody who says you weren't. Described you well enough for this to be drawn. Good likeness, too, Pola. I was here. What are you going to prove with a drawing? I'm not going to prove anything with a drawing but I'm going to have an eyewitness prove that you were near Salt Flat Saturday when Jed and Martha Ross were murdered. Murdered? Shut up, Dolly. Forget to tell her about that part of it, eh, Pola? Maybe you forgot to tell her about the checks to Herbert Walsh, the Marine the V.A. never heard of. Where's that letter you ripped out of the old man's hand? All right, Ranger, I'll
2: show you. Come in. Here. It's over here, and.
4: <laughs> ah!
0: at San Antone Jim told me you were open for a left hook, Polo. I don't try that again. Get on your feet and turn around. You too, miss.
3: Why me? So
0: I can cuff you together.
3: What are you taking me for?
0: For harboring a murderer. And to give you a chance to decide whether you want to stick to your story or tell the truth. All right, move. Move. Richards turned state's evidence against Eddie Puller. Puller was tried, convicted, and sentenced to death in the electric chair.
1: And now here again is the star of our show, Joel McRae.
0: Many years ago, a group of Texas Rangers had a showdown battle with a notorious band of killers. Several days later, the rangers assigned to the case staggered back to their headquarters, showing the marks of combat, many of them badly wounded. The captain of the company, too impatient to wait for a written report, went to the barracks where the men were cleaning up and tending to their wounds. What happened, the captain asked. There was silence for a moment as the rangers looked up at him. Finally, one of them said, Oh, nothing much, Cap. We had a little shoot and match, and they lost. Good night, folks. See you again same time next week. Next week, Joel McRae in another authentic reenactment of a case from the files
1: of the Texas Rangers. Joel McRae is currently seen starring in the Universal International Technicolor production, Saddle Trend. Tonight's cast included Tony Barrett, Paul Freeze, Mike Barrett, Tom Tully, Bill Johnstone, Byron Kane, and Virginia Gregg. This story was transcribed and adapted by Joel Murcott, and the program was produced and directed by Stacy Keach. This is Hal Gibney speaking.
5: Free chimes mean good times on NBC. The chimes are really excited about a big show. In fact, it's the big show. An hour and a half every Sunday with Tallulah Bankhead as Femme C, and starring Jimmy Durante, Fred Allen, Jack Carson, Groucho Marx, Jose Ferrer, Meredith Wilson, and many, many more. All this and Tallulah too. No wonder it's the big show. The premiere date is Sunday, November 5th, just
1: one week from today.
0: Bill Harris reminding you that next it's Theater
5: Guild on NBC.
0: The National Broadcasting Company presents Joel McRae in Tales of
1: the Texas Rangers.
0: Tonight, transcribed from Hollywood, another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of the
1: Texas Rangers. Of the Texas Rangers come these stories based on fact. Only names, dates, and places are fictitious for obvious reasons. The events themselves are a matter of record.
0: Case for tonight the white suit. 6 a.m., June 23rd, 1947. There is only one prisoner in the Live Oak County jail. He is John
1: Elliott Bascom, a notorious and dangerous gunman. In the anteroom connecting the jail with the sheriff's office, Deputy George Keaton dozes snoring at the end of a long and uneventful night's duty.
5: Miss George? Miss George? Oh, Oh, hello. Uncle Ben, you still here? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, but that prosecutor's office down the hall was powerful dirty. About ready to go along home now as soon as I hang up my mask, but I brewed this here coffee for you. Coffee? Put it here. <laughs> She's hot, Jonah. Uh, coffee. Uncle Ben, you're an angel. <laughs> Don't know about that, Miss Jones. Ain't nobody else feed my wings. <laughs> uh, just put the pot and cup in my closet when you're through. I'll take care of them when I come on tonight. Sure thing, you, Uncle Ben. Yeah, hey! hey! Hey, jailer! What's the matter with you now, Bascom? Take a
1: look! The cell floor's wet! Water's running all over! This jail may have all the comforts of home, but I wouldn't give
5: you much for your blood! Man, nah, this building's so old, it's a wonder it doesn't all come apart. The bear must have stuck again. Yeah, one all over the floor. All right, all You're right. I'll take a easy. What a crummy joint. You keep back, Baskin. Don't worry. You can do the waiting. I'm not putting my feet down in that water. And stay there in your bunk. I'll see what's the matter. Yeah. Let's see what's wrong with this. Why, you. Your undershirt's stuffed in the drain. Yes, yeah. oh, okay.
0: Sheriff Chris Olson discovered the bodies of his night deputy in the courthouse janitor when he came into his office at eight o'clock. He immediately telephoned the Texas Rangers, and a short time later, Ranger Jace Pearson arrived. Jace Pearson? I'm glad to see you. Quite a while, Sheriff. Chase, this is a bad thing. Anything involving Bascom is. Got any line on him yet? No. Apparently he slipped out of town afoot. We don't even know what direction he took. Probably east up Rocky Valley. That's the quickest way into open country. Ranger Harris was ordered out on this assignment with me. Oh, where is he? I dropped him with a walkie-talkie at Two Mile Bridge on the way in. He's riding through the brush now, cutting for a trail. We ought to find out pretty soon if Bascom's still afoot. And if he isn't? The highway patrol's already closed the main roads into this area. As soon as we get a localization, mounted units will move in and attempt to close the gaps. We'll get him, Sheriff. I sure hope so. Oh, excuse me. Sheriff's office, some speed. Sheriff, this is Bob
1: McDougall on,
5: on Route 7. A man just stole my truck out of the field where I was working. You got a description? I didn't get a very good look at him. He was clear across the field. A medium-sized fellow wearing a pair of white coveralls headed toward Bredo. What kind of truck? A red half-ton pickup, 46 model. Anything else to identify it? It's kind of beat up. Uh, Grills broken out in front. I think that's enough for us, McDougall. You know who it was? I think so. But you better get in as soon as you can and file a theft report. Just the same. Follower's
0: truck was stolen about eight miles out of Route 7. Spask them all right, Jase. White coveralls. Yeah, those jail suits sure show up. Come on, my unit's out front. We'll get this on the radio as we roll. Racing out of town on Route 7 with my double horse trailer still coupled, I radioed all units to be on the lookout for the truck. Then I contacted Ranger Harris through his walkie-talkie and asked him to meet us at Two Mile Bridge. He was there when we arrived. Nice timing, Ed. What's up, Jace? Got a line on Bascom. Let's get your horse loaded in with charcoal. Okay, Bascom's still afoot? No. He grabbed himself a truck about eight miles down the road. Yeah, he would. This side's clear, Jace. Right. Watch your toes. Yeah, charcoal, you got company. In you go, boy. Better bring the walkie-talkie up front with you, Ed. Got it.
1: Ready? Heave!
0: All snug. Come on. Sheriff Olson,
5: meet Ranger Harris. Howdy, Sheriff. Howdy, Ranger. So, that's your walkie-talkie, is it? How you know, much do it? Yeah, pretty contact, all right. Hangs right on the saddle. You can keep in touch with your headquarters with him? At Austin? No, no. Grab the range about five miles. Closer
0: the better. Strictly a field outfit. Oh, see. All set? Maybe we can drive Mr. Bascom right into the roadblock at Dry Creek Crossroads.
5: Sounds like you just made it. Yeah. What's the matter? Out of gas? Yeah, fill her up. See me, my regular?
0: Anything, fill
5: her up. You betcha. <laughs> Say, isn't this old Bob McDougall's truck? Yeah, I'm taking it into Pareto. well he got all his repair work done at Live Oak. Not this time. Hurry it up, will you? It's trying to bubble over on me. Filler pipe must be bent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Old Mac sure beats up a truck, don't he? Yeah. Best farmer in the county, but awful careless about machinery. Come like on, truck... come on, wind it up. That's enough gas. Hey, hey, Mr. O. Okay. K., you must be in a hurry. I am. we are going to lose some time at Dry Creek. Yes, why? The law's got a roadblock at the crossroads for some reason or another, and everybody through down at the seams of their drawers. Five and two tenths. That's 131. Charge it. Hey! All right, you smart mechanic. Let's see how far that gas gets. Radio operator. This is Jim Perry. Get me the Dry Creek store, quick. I'm
4: sorry, that line's
5: busy. Break in on it. The highway patrol's got a roadblock there. I want to talk to one of the officers. Is
4: this an emergency? Uh, a
5: smart Aleck in Bob McDougal's truck just clipped me for some gas. He was in too big a hurry to be honest, and he deliberately took the wrong turn when I told him there were officers ahead.
4: Mr. McDougal's truck is that
5: a red one? Sure, everybody knows that truck—a red pickup with a mechanic in white coveralls driving it.
4: You're on Route Seven. What turn did the truck take? The
5: crazy fool took off down the old Big Wash Road. Tell the patrol they can box him in there. The road ends at the wash.
3: Keep a watch on that road, Mr. Perry. That's the man they're looking for.
5: What?
3: It's Jack Bascom. He broke jail and killed two
4: men at the county seat this morning. Jack Bascom. I can ring Dry Creek now.
1: KTXA to Unit 10. KTXA to Unit 10.
0: Unit 10 to KTXA. Go ahead, KTXA.
1: Subject, Jack Bascom
5: pay for gasoline. He turns south from Route 7 at Perry's Filling Station, your vicinity. That's Perry's down there at the foot of the hill.
0: 10-4. Unit 10 approaching Perry's now. We'll keep KTXA advised. Unit 10 clear. 10-4,
5: KTXA Austin. That's Jim Perry out in front, flagging us down now. Austin, I just got held up.
0: Yeah, we know. For some gasoline. You know. Yeah, the radio, Jim. Now, that's the turn he took over there? Yeah, the big wash road. How long ago? Maybe ten minutes. Pretty good start on us, Jace. Yeah, for the kind of country there is down here. Let's don't let him get any more. We found the red pickup abandoned in the sandy bed of big wash four miles from the highway and radioed the surrounding units. John Bascom's tracks led straight into broken country beyond the wash. Eh, he couldn't go any further than the truck, and neither can we. Looks like work for the horses from here on, Ed. Let's get him out. Right. right. I'll give you a hand, Jeez.
5: Easy, boy, easy. easy. Come
1: on, Chaco.
0: Better get the walkie-talkie, Ed. We ought to be able to contact any unit south of Dry Creek with it pretty soon. Yeah, I believe you're right. Hey, uh, you boys leaving me a foot, Jase? Uh, you can take the unit back, Sheriff. Maybe join the highway patrol at Dry Creek. Bascom's headed southwest. He probably figures to slip past the roadblocks.
5: He might be making a wide over toward Highway
0: 11. Might be.
5: All set, Jace.
0: Okay. Anything else I can do? Yeah, keep your fingers crossed. I will. Trailing Bascom isn't going to be any cinch for you boys. He's desperate, armed, and he knows his trail's rich. I know. Ah, easy, boy. But for good measure, I don't like the looks of those clouds over there. But all we need is a storm to wipe out what little sign he may leave. Well, let's get started, Ed.
5: So long, boys. Good hunting. Thanks, Sheriff. Come on.
1: listening to Tales of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson. And now we continue with tonight's case, The White Suit, an authentic story from the files of the Texas Rangers.
0: By four o'clock, Ed Harris and I were deep into the rough country south of Big Wash. We'd continually cut back and forth for Bascom's tracks, finding them and then losing them again. It was slow work, covering five miles to his one while he steadily built up his lead on us. He was infernally clever. Take it easy going down here, Jace. this canyon wall was any steeper, we'd be hanging by our collars. Ooh, ooh charcoal. Hey, wait a minute, Ed. Pull up.
4: Whoa,
5: boy. Whoa Oh.
0: Now what, Jace? Bascom didn't slide down here like we thought. No? Look. There's the rock he pushed over from the rim to make the skid marks we've been following. See, it's lava, like the cap on the rim. Different from the rest of the rock down here.
5: So we've got to climb back to the top. I'd have sworn he started down here to cross this canyon.
0: That's what he wanted us to think. Anything to cost us time. The trouble is we got to follow out every one of these blind trails he's leaving us. Any one of them may be the McCoy. Yeah, he'll be to California before we ever get out of these badlands. He isn't to California yet. Don't worry. He's working as hard as we are. Up, Charlie. Lift them up.
1: Come on, up. Red
5: Hawk. Maybe like a goat. Come on. Watch it, Ed. Oh, what a climb. It's getting late. Look at that sun, Jase.
0: Yeah. Hey, that low sun has got its advantages. Oh, ooh, boy. Ooh,
5: oh, God. now. Easy.
0: Take a look at that slope over there across the canyon. That patch of sand past that big mesquite. Yeah, tracks and footprints. Then Bascom did cross the canyon after all. Probably someplace a little downstream. Chase, how come we didn't see those tracks when we started down here from up before? He couldn't have made them since then. We aren't that close behind him. No. The tracks were there before. We just didn't see them. Now the sun's low enough to throw longer shadows into the prince's boots made. Makes them twice as visible. Yeah. Well, we better start looking for a place to cross ourselves. Now, let's climb a little higher first. I'm worried about that storm the way it's piling up.
5: Up, Red Horse. Come ah. Well, it's getting black,
0: Jase. Probably loaded with static. We better try to make radio contact with the walkie-talkie while we can. We'll need to work from this high ground to get through. General call, Jase? Yeah. Yeah. suppose you try it now, yeah. Yeah. Unit 902 to unit in range. Unit 902 to unit in range.
5: Unit 8 to unit
4: 902.
0: Go ahead, unit 902. Oh, boy, oh. Here you are, Jase. Oh, Unit 82. Unit 902, go ahead. Unit 902 requests the location of Unit 8. Unit 8 is at the intersection of County 5 and State 11, 10 miles south of Dry Creek. 10 4. Unit 8 is now too far north. Fugitives still bearing toward Highway 11, approximately 12 miles south and east of Dry Creek. Suggest Unit 8 move south about 5 miles. Unit 902 has had no direct contact with Fugitive, but is following an identifiable trail. We'll report any change. Please relay to other units. Unit 902, clear. Unit 8, 10-4. Say, look, Jace. Baskin may stay on the other side of the canyon, or he may double back to this side. Why don't we save ourselves a lot of riding and split up for a bit? Might not be a bad idea. I'll take the canyon floor. It's sandy. Tracks will be easy to spot there. And you can work along this rim. All right. But watch yourself, Ed. You'll be in the open down. there. Yeah, then.
5: just let Bascom show himself once. That's all I want. Come on, Red Horse. We're going down. Easy now. Easy. Give me a chance to get to the bottom
4: before you start, Jase.
1: Okay. okay.
0: Something about a manhunt sharpens the hunter's senses. I sat on the rim for long moments watching Ed Harris descend that canyon wall, feeling danger without being able to identify it. Suddenly, smoke blossomed behind a rock on the opposite rim. I saw Harris sag in his saddle before the horse carried him out of sight. And dim by distance came the lagging sound of a shot. Go, Charcoal!
4: Go, boy! Harris! Harris! You are Keep covering! Be
0: with you in a minute! Over here, Jake. He
5: was right up there, but he beat it. I think I hit
0: him. Those white coveralls make some target. Probably realizing that by now, and he'll really run. How bad are you hit? Oh, flesh wound clean. Just above the elbow here. Help me get this
5: kerchief on it. I'll be all right.
0: Pull your sleeve out of the way. Yeah.
5: He would pick my left arm. How'd he know I was a southpaw?
0: That's something we may be asking him right sudden. Are you okay now? Yeah, like new. We pick up his trail on the rim. We'll have to watch sharp. He's going to try to keep that white suit out of sight. Now that we're this
2: close to him.
1: Come on, Red Horse. Show that shark out of class. Come on, Sharp. here! <laughs>
5: Fat chance of picking up anybody's trail here, Jace. A herd of elephants could have crossed this loose shale without leaving a trace. Maybe.
0: But look here. You see them? Yeah. Ants, a whole trail of them. Ants don't go after anything in this country they can't eat. Let's see what these are having for supper. Here we are. On this piece of shale. Yeah, blood. And then I did nail them. We got a wounded animal on our hands, Jace. May let go at us from behind any of these brush clumps. I don't think he's hurt so bad he won't keep on running. There's just a few drops here. I'm afraid you just creased him. That was pretty long range. Well, it won't be the next time I get him in my sights. I promise you that. I owe him something for this arm. Let's go. He's probably headed for that big mesquite thicket. Yeah, he
5: would. Come on, Red Horse. Up charcoal. Hey, hey Jase. Look, out there in the open. His coveralls.
0: He's peeled them off. There he goes, into that big clump of brush across the clearing. Come on, let's go get him. Hey, wait a minute. Circle around below him, Ed. Make a lot of racket like we're still together and Hunt and Blind. Maybe you can flush him back between those big rocks. Okay, I'll try it, Jish. I'll hide charcoal out behind the side of them, and maybe we can rig up a little surprise party for Mr. Bascom when he comes through. But
5: be careful, will you? He won't give you a chance. Don't give him one.
0: Chance? That killer? Just let me get my hands on him.
5: Come on, Red Horse. Hit that rock. Let's go. Here.
0: Easy, Charcoal. Easy. Charco. We go this way. Ooh, ooh, boy. Into the shade of this rock for you, Charcoal. Easy now, boy. Quiet. Quiet. Head down, boy. Shh.
4: Shh. Shut up, Charcoal.
0: What do you want? We're Texas Rangers.
5: Oh, Rangers? Yeah, I got him. What is the wrong man? Yes. Oh, man. What's he doing here? Ask him. Senores, I am scared. Padre Miguel, in this place is nobody. I am a lonesome man, mind my sheep. Then I heard the gun two, three times. When? No, a few minutes ago. I think maybe it's my friend Diego come from next valley with gun to kill coyote. We have much trouble with coyote here, senor.
0: We are looking for coyotes. Where'd you close?
5: I go to see if it's my friend when this malo hombre, this very bad man, is jumped from the bush. His gun is very big. He took my clothes. He tell me not to move and he run. I stand still till he's gone run too.
1: Which way did he go?
5: How do I know, senor? Me Pedro, I am scared to death.
0: Sorry, Pedro. Forget about your clothes. You're a lucky man to be alive. She,
5: I know, senora. Sí.
0: You better get some more clothes before that storm hits. You aren't exactly dressed for bad weather. Oh, steady, charcoal. Uh, Looks like our surprise didn't come off, Ed. Let's get moving before Bascom builds up a lead on us again. Yeah,
5: let's go, Red Horse.
0: Harris and I picked up the trail shortly, but Bascom managed to stay ahead of us using a large bag of tricks to keep out of sight, even if he couldn't shake us. When the sun set behind towering thunderclouds, we were working our way down a wide, arid valley, keeping some distance apart.
4: Hey,
5: Jase, here's the tracks again.
0: Pick them up, Charco. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, boy.
5: See them? Ooh. There they are, heading right down there in the valley.
0: Mm, precious daisies, too. Yeah, no blow sand drifted into them at all we better try that general call again, Ed, to report. report our position. Yeah, look at the direction those tracks are taking. They've been swinging that way the last half hour. Yeah, notice noticed that. Headed almost due east now. Bascom's pulling another big red herring on us. He made for Highway 11 long enough for us to report it and set up interception for him there.
5: And then he swings straight east for Highway 13. Sort of catches us with our units down, don't it?
0: Bascom's gambling that it does. Yeah, I'll try the call. Unit 902 to unit in range... 9.02 to unit and range. 9.02 to unit and range. That's no use, Jace. You can't raise anybody. We're too far out now. The weather isn't helping any either on this lower ground. Looks like we're in for real soaking before night. Yeah. Well, Bascom can't possibly be much ahead of us. Maybe we can tree him before he gets through to the highway. Handle him on our own from here on. You can't risk it, Ed. If he slips us and gets through to make a ride with somebody or steal another car, he'll be gone.
5: Well, I guess here's where we separate, then. I'm kind of out of the running with this here bum arm. Give me the
0: walkie-talkie and I'll double back till I'm in range of the units on Highway 11 again.
4: Yeah,
5: that's good. It'll ride all right like that. Anything special for the boys?
0: Ask them to request coverage on Highway 13 all the way to Prado. Keep trying till you get through. I'll stick on his trail.
5: I'll have a really into KDXA in half an hour.
0: Soon as you do, you better head out toward Dry Creek and get that arm looked after.
5: I'll wait till we've got Bascom.
0: Good luck, Jase. Same to you, Ed. Come on, Charlie. Here! Twenty minutes later, the rain struck with cloudburst intensity, bringing complete darkness. But not before John Vasco's tracks led me onto an adobe bench where sheep had been grazing. He'd removed his boots here, and his tracks blended with a maze of other bear footprints left by Mexican sheepherders. I rode on slowly. Suddenly, a small, rain-drenched boy stepped out from the brush. Charcoal nearly ran him down. Woo-woo, Charcoal. Steady, boy. Hey, you there. Hey, boy, Nino.
4: Hey. Get
0: up. He ran like a frightened little rabbit. Light winked as the door opened and closed, the door to an adobe shack. As I approached, I saw the blinds were tightly drawn, almost as though to prevent the leakage of any telltale light from the candle burning dimly inside. Oh, Chaco. Oh, boy. Open up. Open
3: up. Who are you?
0: Texas Ranger. Get me in out of this rain. I want to ask you some questions.
3: Oh, no, senor. I cannot let you in. My husband, he's sick. He's very sick.
0: That your boy that just ran in here?
3: Yes, senor, my Juanito. He was going to look for the mama goat. Don't, She's bad. You, you frightened him, senor.
0: He gave me a turn for a minute, too. Look, I need a little help.
3: For me, I would do anything for the Texas Ranger.
0: Trailing a man, a very dangerous man. He must have passed close to here about the time the rain began. Where is he now?
3: We have seen nothing when told me. Nobody, senor.
0: Maybe your husband did, then. Anyway, I want out of this rain. Senor, no, you
4: must not. My husband...
0: This woman was deathly afraid, but her eyes told me she wasn't afraid of me. Of the storm, perhaps, of the sickness in her house, or of the blanket wrapped man lying on a bunk in the corner of the room with his bare feet protruding toward me. The door was thick. I pushed it inward as far as it would go and stepped quickly behind it.
4: Senor, please!
0: Slide your gun out from under that blanket and drop it, Bascom. Ah! The gun, Bascom. Drop it or I'll break your other arm. No, no, no. Drop it! <laughs> You would be stubborn, Bascom. Now you really got something to be sick about.
5: Do something. I'm
0: I'm bleeding to death. You won't get off that easy. We're saving you for the electric chair. You got something I can use for bandages, senora? Oh, my arm. Come
3: on, Here, senor.
0: Gracias. This will do fine.
3: How, How did you know?
0: He was holding a gun on you and the boy, making you do what he said.
3: Si. How could you know?
0: Your real husband's a sheepman, isn't he?
3: Si, sí, senor. He's working here Prado now.
0: Well, look at these bare feet sticking out here. You ever see an honest-to-goodness sheepman with his toes all crowded together from wearing cowboy boots? Better put some water on the heat. I'll need it to patch him up enough to take him in. John Bascom was tried in Live Oak County and found guilty of the murder of two men. On the second day of December 1947 at Huntsville Prison, his sentence was carried out. Death in the electric
2: chair.
1: And now, here again is the star of our show,
0: Joel McRae. One of the pleasures afforded us here in this show is the large number of letters we receive asking for special information about the Texas Rangers. This week we received one, an especially interesting letter, in which the writer said she had heard of an official ranger's prayer and inquired if such a prayer actually existed. It does. The prayer was written by Captain Pierre Bernard Hill, chaplain of the Texas Rangers, and I should like you to hear it. O God, whose end is justice whose strength is all our stay. Be near and bless my mission as I go forth today. Let wisdom guide my actions. Let courage fill my heart. And help me, Lord, in every hour to do a ranger's part. Protect when danger threatens. Sustain when trails are rough. Help me to keep my standard high and smile at each rebuff. When night comes down upon me, I pray thee, Lord, be nigh, whether on lonely scout or camped under Texas sky. Keep me, O God, in life, and when my days shall end, forgive my sins and take me in. For Jesus' sake, amen.
1: Cray in another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of the Texas Rangers.
0: Joel McRae will soon be seen in the Universal
1: International Technicolor production, Frenchie. Tonight's cast included Tony Barrett, Herb Butterfield, Barney Phillips, Bill Johnstone, Herb Ellis, and Lillian Baez. This story was transcribed and adapted by Tom W. Blackburn, and the program was produced and directed by Stacy Keach. This is Hal Gibney speaking.